This episode of the God Chaser podcast is proudly sponsored by God Chaser Apparel, the clothing line designed to empower and inspire your spiritual journey. Are you a God Chaser at heart? Do you want to share your passion for pursuing God with the world? God Chaser Apparel has got you covered, literally. With a wide range of stylish, high-quality clothing and accessories, you can wear your faith proudly and spark conversations about your pursuit of God's presence. From bold statement tees to cozy hoodies, sleek hats, and much more, God Chaser Apparel has something for everyone. Plus, every purchase supports our mission to inspire and encourage fellow believers on their journey toward a deeper relationship with Christ. Visit GodChaser.Faith today to explore our collection and find the perfect piece to express your passion for God. God Chaser Apparel, where faith meets fashion and the pursuit of God's presence becomes a lifestyle. Don't miss out. Head to GodChaser.Faith now and start wearing your faith boldly. Welcome to the God Chaser podcast, the ultimate destination for those yearning to cultivate a passionate, intimate relationship with God. Join your host, Evan Evans, as he explores the depths of scripture, shares inspiring testimonies, and provides practical guidance to help you become a true God chaser. Discover the transformative power of pursuing God's presence and be inspired to reignite your spiritual journey. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts and get ready to embark on an adventure that will change your life forever. Welcome to the God Chaser Podcast. Let the chase begin. Welcome to the God Chaser Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Evans. Today, friends, we're going to chase after God's truth together as we navigate a world that often feels uncertain and at times even chaotic. We find ourselves in times echoing Matthew chapter 24, verse 6, where Jesus himself tells us, And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. In essence, Jesus was providing a prophetic insight into the characteristics of the last days, a reality that seems to be unfolding before our very eyes. This scripture tells us two important things. First, the increasing conflicts and tensions we observe in our world are not accidental, but have been foretold as signs of the times. Second, it serves as an exhortation for believers not to be troubled by these events. Why shouldn't we be troubled? Because the same God who predicted these events is in control. He is our refuge and fortress, as stated in Psalm 46. 1. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Furthermore, Jesus expounds on this in John chapter 16, verse 33, saying, I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. These are not just words of comfort, but a call to faith and steadfastness. We must not allow ourselves to be swayed by the turmoil of this world, but instead focus on Christ, who has already triumphed. The increasing wars, rumors of wars, and escalating confusion are signs, not that God has lost control, but that we are drawing closer to the return of Christ. As we see these events unfold, we're reminded of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Indeed, while these are trying times, we must remain rooted in the knowledge that our present sufferings are nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed in us, as stated in Romans chapter 8, verse 18. 
So in the midst of wars and rumors of wars, let us not be troubled, but instead be encouraged and strengthen our resolve to chase after God and His truth. For in them, we find our peace and surety. We have just experienced something unthinkable in Utah, where the Bible was removed from elementary and middle schools due to claims of vulgarity and violence. This is a heartbreaking development in a world that is increasingly turning away from the Word of God, which we as believers know is our guide, our comfort, and the rock upon which we build our faith. When we look at this event, it reminds us of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1-5, to which reads, But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. We are witnessing the fulfillment of this prophecy. People are turning away from God's word, seeking to blot out the Bible, the very source of truth and wisdom. But as believers, we are reminded in Psalm 119, verse 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. We know that the word of God provides guidance and understanding in a world often shrouded in darkness and confusion. In the book of Proverbs 14, verse 12, we read, There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. This underscores the danger of making decisions based on human wisdom without the guidance of God's Word. When we remove the Bible, the foundation of moral and spiritual truth, we tread a path that seems right to us but may lead to our spiritual downfall. This is not a time for us to be discouraged or fearful, but to rise in faith and conviction, echoing the words of Joshua in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let us hold fast to God's unchanging word and faithfully impart it to our children, for it is life to those who find it and health to one's whole body, as declared in Proverbs 4, verse 22. We find ourselves in a time where some church leaders seem more concerned with worldly gain than spiritual growth. These are leaders who distort the sacred doctrines, leaving their flocks spiritually starved. As disheartening as this may seem, it's crucial to remember the parable of the weeds in Matthew chapter 13, verse 30. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time I will tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. In this parable, Jesus tells us of a field sown with good seed, but an enemy comes and sows weeds among the wheat. When the servants of the householder want to gather up the weeds, the master tells them to let both grow together until the harvest. This, friends, speaks to our current times. The church leaders who prioritize worldly gain over spiritual enrichment and distort the doctrines are like the weeds sown by the enemy. But let's be clear, this isn't a call for us to judge or wage a war against them. This is a call for discernment, for understanding, and for prayer. If you have been a victim of such leadership, or if you know of those who are trapped under such deception— this podcast aims to empower you. The Bible in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 commends the Bereans who received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Our prayer is that you take a cue from the Bereans. Search the scriptures diligently. Do not be caught in the mess. Instead, draw closer to God 
dive into His Word, and pray earnestly for those ensnared by false teachings. Remember, the Apostle Paul was once Saul, a persecutor of the church. Yet, by the grace of God, he was transformed into one of the most influential figures in the early Christian church. This teaches us that God can deliver even the chief of sinners, as told in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. And to those of us who have escaped such deception, let's remember Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. It was by God's grace that we were rescued, and we are to extend this grace to others, serving as a beacon of God's love. Let's remember James chapter 5, verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So let's pray for our brethren caught up in these circumstances. Let's pray for the church leaders, and let's pray for the body of Christ. Let us not be overcome by fear, but stand in faith, knowing that our God is able to deliver even the chief of sinners. Stay strong, fellow believers, for our God is with us. Stand firm in your faith, continually seek His truth in the Scriptures, and pray without ceasing. Remember, our Lord is a deliverer, a refuge, and our ever-present help in times of need. Trust Him, lean on His understanding, and He will guide your path. These days have been prophesied, and the prince of this world has made his presence known in all aspects of life. But friends, we must not let fear take hold. As this ideological war rages, we must cling to our faith and remember that now, more than ever, spending time with God is imperative. In the face of deception, many of our brothers and sisters in Christ may feel scared or uncertain. They see the scandals, the misuse of the church for personal gain, and they start to fear. They are drawn to quick fixes, instant gratification prophecies, and gimmicks that promise an easy path. But let's remember what Scripture tells us in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. The Bible reminds us that our labor in the Lord is not in vain, and God's timing is perfect. In His time, He will provide the breakthrough, the healing, the blessing we've been praying for. And so I implore you, let go of the fear. Instead, dive deeper into the Word of God, spend more time in prayer, and let the Holy Spirit guide you. Remember, the Holy Spirit is not the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline, as we see in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Yet many of us don't truly know Him, though we claim to. Many of us live in fear, lack love, and have restless minds. We are cautioned in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. This is the time Paul warned Timothy about. We must reject the urge for instant gratification and remain steadfast in our faith. We must labor in love for Christ, earnestly pray, and humble ourselves. For as 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 assures us, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Therefore, let us cling to the Holy Spirit, for He will guide us into all truth. John chapter 16, verse 13. Let us immerse ourselves in the Word of God, 
earnestly seek Him in prayer and let love guide our actions. We are not alone in this. We have a helper, the Holy Spirit, who dwells within us, who is ready to lead us into all truth if we would let Him. We have been called for such a time as this. We must stand firm, hold fast to the Word of God, and let His Spirit guide us. No matter what we face, we can be sure that the one who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. Let us hold fast to this truth and let us stand firm in the face of any fear or uncertainty. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Let's walk in this truth, beloved listeners, for therein is our life fulfilled. Now more than ever, we must not grow weary in doing well. We must continue to live in faith, to shine brightly even as the darkness grows deeper. We must be the beacon of light in a world that seems to be losing its way. Remember the story of David and Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 17? The Israelites were terrorized by this giant Philistine, a symbol of the adversities we face in our world today. But there was David, a young shepherd boy, not armed with conventional weapons, but with just a sling and a few stones. Yet it wasn't the sling and the stones that defeated Goliath. David's secret weapon was his unwavering faith in God. He declared in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 45, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. David didn't focus on the size of Goliath. He focused on the size of his God. And that's what we need to do. Amid all the fear and chaos around us, let's fix our eyes on God, who is our refuge and fortress, our God in whom we trust, as declared in Psalm 91 verse 2. In Proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6, we are reminded to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. It's time we surrender our fears, our struggles, our understanding to Christ, and let Him be Lord over our lives. And so, beloved listeners, I encourage you to follow David's example. No matter what giants you face today, whether it's fear, doubt, or deception, remember that with unwavering faith in God, no obstacle is too great. Instead of focusing on the size of our problems, let's focus on the size of our God. For God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Let's allow Him to guide us to illuminate our paths, and to bring us into His perfect peace. Beloved, the return of Christ is imminent, and when that day comes, no amount of debate can change the mind of the Almighty. So let us stand firm in our faith. Let us shine as lights in this present darkness, and let us share the love of Christ with a world that so desperately needs it. This is our mission. This is our calling. Let's face it with courage, with faith, and with the love that God has poured into our hearts. And in doing so, we'll not only stand firm in these troubling times, but we'll also lead others into the loving embrace of our Heavenly Father. Remember, we are God chasers, and as we chase after Him, as we seek His face, we'll find the strength, the peace, and the hope that we need for such a time as this. Friends, in these times, it's more critical than ever to exercise compassion. We need to understand that people around us may be hurting, scared, and confused. We must step up as ambassadors of Christ's love, being patient, being understanding, and guiding them toward the Word of God. It's as Apostle Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 26, If one member suffers, 
all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. We are a body in Christ, interconnected, and we should bear each other's burdens and lift each other in prayer. And always, always remember this powerful promise. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. This is the divine assurance we have. Fear doesn't come from God, but He has endowed us with power, love, and self-control. Therefore, as we walk in faith, we can face any circumstance, any adversity, armed with these divine tools. We are God chasers, and as we continue to chase after Him, we allow His light to illuminate our path. We allow His Word to guide our steps. And in doing so, we become not only hearers of His Word, but doers, transforming our own lives and impacting those around us. Until we meet again, stay blessed, keep the faith, keep chasing God, and remember, you are never alone. He is with you, guiding you, strengthening you, and loving you. Thank you for joining me today on the God Chaser Podcast. May God bless you and keep you in His peace. Remember, seeking after God is not a one-time event, but a lifelong journey. So continue to press in, chase after His heart, and allow His love and grace to transform you from the inside out. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast, leaving us a review, or sharing it with a friend. Would love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future episodes. Until next time, keep chasing after God, and may His peace and presence be with you always.